I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. Welcome to the Geek Down Podcast, the show where two friends and fellow geeks sit down and try to figure out where their fandoms intersect. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. My name is Jordan Ferguson. This is episode 92. 92. It's my open, so I partially had this written down, and now I have stopped, so I don't know where to go. Wait, no, I can do this. 92 episodes, let's see. 92 episodes. What do we do first? Uh, We say if you want to listen to all the rest of the episodes, Mm -hmm. all 91 and a bit of them. Chart your progression. Yeah. Doing the open. (laughs) And see See how how much smoother it's gotten over the the year. Which it hasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Then you could go where we live, which is soundcloud.com forward slash geekdownpod. Yeah. There, that's our home. And if you don't want to actually go visit and you want all the loveliness that we are to come to you. We get it. Like, we don't like going places either. We're introverted. Yeah. You know, in the... In the world of Uber Eats and Amazon Prime, you just want stuff brought to you. Yeah. We're going to become like weird sloth pig people. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So if you don't want to have to come to us. If you want to be a sloth pig person. (laughs) You just have to hit that that, uh, Apple podcast button. Yes. There's a button that says subscribe. It will take you to Apple Podcasts. Do not call it iTunes. No. Do not just advertise to the world what an old you are. Yeah, I was going to say the kids will make fun of you. Kids will make fun of you. Go to Apple Podcasts, and while you are there, if you want to give this show a rate and review, that would make us happy. Yeah, it would make us happy. I mean, I won't know about it, but Jordan will tell me about it. <laughs> I'll let her know. Yeah, and then I'll be very happy. And then once you leave us a rate and review, maybe four stars, maybe five. That's nice. Yeah. We like that. Click the subscribe button, and that's all you have to do. Like your Uber Eats, like your Amazon Prime, but better because it's episodes of The Geek Down. Yeah. On the air, on the frosty air. Gliding. Skating almost. Skating. He's actually like Iceman. He just has like the little like ice sled that he makes. Yeah. Yeah. He did it first. Iceman totally ripped him off. But his name's Chauncey. He's an internet elf. The geek down internet elf. He he reps us hard in these digital streets. Yeah. Uh, He'll come and he will gently place and then sort of do a shoving motion of the geek down (laughs) podcast into your ear. It sounds aggressive, but trust me. You will never even notice. Yeah. Pressure more than pain. <laughs> wow. Anyways, that's where that's where you can listen to us. That's if, where you can listen to us. If you'd like to get at us, as the youngins say, or Jordan. You make that sound simultaneously the whitest and the <laughs> oldest thing in the world. Yes, it's if you would power. like to get <laughs> I make things sound old and white. Oh man, new Patreon feature. <laughs> Caitlin reads twenty one savage lyrics. Oh man, I will do it and it will sound so old and so white. Uh, almost as good as uh, Lansbury doing it. I was going to say, if you ever wanted to hear Angela Lansbury would sound like as a trap artist, we will bring that to you sooner than later. Um, but if you want to get at us, you can go to our Twitter, which is at GeekDownPod. Yep. You can go to our, uh, I almost said Pinterest. <laughs> We don't have a Pinterest, but I almost want to start when oh I just God. put all my the, pins the, on the Pinterest. Like the only fucking social we don't have at this point. But. 
You can go to our Instagram. If you would like us to get a Pinterest account, <laughs> you can let us know. Um, you can go, come to our Instagram. At, again, it's at GeekDownPod. Yes, sir. Or you can come to our Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com forward slash GeekDownPod. And finally, you can email us at GeekDownPod at gmail.com. Yes, you can. We like letters because <laughs> we're old. We do love letters. Yeah. So, uh, just so everyone knows, Jordan is actually fighting with the volume button. Um, if you go back so, to some of the early episodes, like <laughs> you can hear that this has been an ongoing issue here's since we the started thing. the podcast. Okay, so you know that one of the things we plan on using uh, our Patreon pledges for, which if you would like to join the proud and select members of the Geek Down Army. You can find out more about that at our Patreon campaign, which is patreon.com slash geekdownpod. Find out how you can support this show financially. And one of the things we are uh, looking into getting is a mixer because this is currently a real janky setup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We sound great. And I listen to podcasts that have much higher Twitter accounts than we do. Mm -hmm. That sound like garbage. (laughs) But basically, um, Tech Talk, I think if you dig back on the Patreon feed, patrons you can there's a how to geek down yes where i mentioned what goes into making this show in case you ever wanted to try to make a podcast yourself but you basically have to trick your macbook into like recording each mic on a separate track there's a way to do it but you're basically tricking the macbook and you know if you're doing this in a mixer each mic will go into the mixer and the mixer would be one thing going into the macbook and it would be a smoother process and maybe the thing that i've been fighting with for the last you know I can't, don't even know how long because the window I have open is blocking the timer. 92 and change episodes? <laughs> is the volume, the output volume of the MacBook will drop out, which means I have no monitor while I'm recording. Caitlin has never worn headphones. Nope. For this entire process. I don't like to hear She, she tried it once, did not like it. I it do awful. like it, which means that we had this problem a lot and then it stopped. And then today, for some reason, it's doing it again it just it's old times and sometimes i put the volume up to halfway and it works fine for a moment sometimes i try it up to the full way and it drops down a couple notches and then cuts out completely and i'm basically going to throw this piece of shit out of the window but i'm not going to because y'all need your episode yeah he wants to but he's not going oh to i'm to. so enraged right now and friends you need to understand this is maybe the earliest we've ever recorded this show it is like 10 o'clock on a friday morning well, oh, you mean earliest in all time? Because I'm like, sometimes I come in at Sunday and we've done it a couple times at like nine on a Sunday. I don't, we've never been that early, I don't think. You don't think so? I do not think so. Oh, well, maybe this is the earliest we've ever done. This is Friday, by the way. It's definitely, it's definitely the earliest we've done it while I've been in my work week. So this is like peak Jordan. I'm in like party mode right now. Like <laughs> I worked last night. I've been up since nine o'clock last night and I'm just like, let's fucking go. Actually, I have a beer in the fridge. I should crack that. <laughs> Because um, this is his evening. It is my evening. It's my chill out time. Nothing I want to do more than give you all your precious content. But I am fighting with this thing. And I am like in my prime about to go ham, as we used to say in 2014. So if any of y'all have audio expertise and want to tell me why the fuck this is happening. He's so angry. I'm really angry. Almost as angry as when he drinks weed tears. <laughs> No, we, weep tears calm me down. <laughs> Sorry, weep, before he drinks weep tears. Weep tears before, <laughs> Just before, before I drink weep tears. As I'm pouring the weep tears into my weep tear mug. Um, oh, hey, you're going to behave for 30 seconds? Um, 
And you might think y'all are being very loud and raucous for 10 a.m. on a Friday. Yeah. Jordan, you live in a small building. Won't your neighbors be upset? <laughs> Maybe they will be. I'll tell you right now. I don't give a fuck. You know why I don't give a fuck? Why don't you give a fuck? So I've had this thing in my building the last few months. Yep. And Caitlin didn't believe me. No, I did not believe you. I just didn't understand how severe the situation was. So I was, I'd be sitting, watching, watching my shows, my stories. And suddenly I would feel this weird, like, like vibration. Like, o- almost like when you live in, you live in East York and you live like below the subway. Yeah. Like that. There's just like a slight shaking. A slight vibration through the building and i w- thought i wasn't having a stroke but then i would look and see my tv clearly like wobbling yeah i had no explanation for this i i looked it up i live on the top floor you know the window was open i was like is, is this wind related is this air circulation this is very odd like and is my fucking house gonna collapse yes while i'm up here um and the only thing that some people offered by way of an explanation is maybe people be fucking possibly and you can't hear, and it's one of the great things about this building, is in your apartment, you can't hear anything. No. And, Except ha- for that guy coughing every once in a while. <laughs> Grunts McGee. <laughs> I, I've been Grunts McGee the past couple weeks since I quit smoking, so I'm not going to, I can't front on Grunts McGee anymore. But if you go into the hallway, I've since learned, like, you hear everything right. in every apartment. But while you're in your apartment, I don't hear anything anywhere. And yesterday, and Caitlin didn't okay not that Kate didn't believe me she didn't know how severe it was and i think there might it might even be in a tag of a recent episode I where think so. it happened while caitlin was here oh yeah and she was like this is weird because you just kind of feel like your chair wobbling it's, like it's you don't know of, what's happening it's like I, being on a boat basically you feel like you're on a boat well i there was a uh earthquake in toronto mm-hmm. one year and i lived in a basement apartment and everything <laughs> i did google that too like, yeah everything <laughs> shook and it was super weird and i'd never experienced anything like that that was like this like they uh, they were very similar i was like what is going on so yeah the only theory people had for why this might be happening is people be fucking and i thought it pretty much had to be it when i like you know my sleep schedule it's weird i woke up randomly at like 4 a.m or something Mm -hmm. took a leak felt the shaking like while i was in bed and then shortly thereafter like heard the shower run from the apartment next door right that's pretty makes it pretty likely yeah. that it's sex related until it happened yesterday afternoon. And I was like, man, it was like one in the afternoon. Right. I was like, fucking what? I'm just trying to watch my goddamn anime. <laughs> like I was trying to watch no, I was trying to watch the thing for this week. Um I was like, seriously? And I was like, I gotta know. Cause I didn't hear anybody go in or out of the apartment. Right. Like and this is a new guy who's been in there. I've gone through about four neighbors in that apartment. And aside from the one girl who fancied herself a singer songwriter like there's really not been a lot of you know disruption from my neighbors i've been very lucky so i just like go over and i open the door and i open the door and oh yeah it's fucking they're having a good time homegirl was getting it in they're having a good time they they were good for y'all yeah we're fucking my day up it's only a minor earthquake it's fine god damn nothing's falling off the shelves mercifully uh listen the day my fucking TV tips, we're kicking that door in. I don't want to. No, not the, I mean, the, the collective we. Okay. Me acting as a representative for the like, collective we. I really, we. I don't want. No, you're coming. You are coming with. I don't want to do that. <laughs> you are coming with. So, yeah, uh, shouts to you, Captain Afternoon Delight. If I'm waking you up early on a Friday morning, fuck y'all. 
This is his afternoon. This is my afternoon. This is my afternoon delay. And I should probably just apologize in advance to all my neighbors for the past, like, you know, four years in this apartment because probably shook some shit myself. See? See? Hypocrisy. Well, it's listen, if I've if I if I was also shaking shit in people's apartments, I'd probably be more forgiving of this. As we are not, no one gets to be happy. No one. Everyone <laughs> gets to be miserable. Shut the sad. fuck up and watch your stories in your apartment <laughs> by yourselves and go fuck at her house. Maybe God it's damn. different ladies. Maybe hmm? they can't. I don't know. I've yeah, I've never caught any of them going in or out, but if I didn't know better, I thought he was just, you know, going that ham on himself, but Possibly. But after yesterday. Oh, oh right. He knows for a fact. Uh, He's also very quiet. The world we live in. Not a peep out of him. Strange. <laughs> not and not my first run in with that. You know, y- y'all dudes don't get enthusiastic. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I, <laughs> you're not gonna tell me anything. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> tell anything about anything. <laughs> I'll talk about porn and I will talk about <laughs> but I will not talk about personal lives and or the lives of other people. That's not cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's my second time where like I've heard neighbors having sex and the girl is woo and the guy is just you may as well not even be there. Get enthusiastic, dudes. Your ladies like it. There you yeah. go. There's another there's another gem for from yeah. old man Ferguson. I have fired myself. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Um, so we go from not recording for like two weeks and having a bunch of stuff to talk about yeah. to now recording like twice in five days because you have to do what now? I have to rake acorns <laughs> or walnuts or something. <laughs> walnuts. Walnuts. Acorns. Caitlin walnuts. says, can we do it on Friday? My dad needs walnut rakers. And then despite <laughs> my asking, did not explain what that meant. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I have this bad habit of people will text me, I will look at it, I will get distracted or have to go do something and then completely forget that I was supposed to text you them back. You don't say Nicolas Cage meme. <laughs> this happens quite often. I'm notorious for it. Um, and so basically I got my sister's message. The message my sister got was even better. It was just like, <laughs> I need you to rake walnuts. Like it was just like walnut rakers. <laughs> I need you. Like it was just. <laughs> This, she was like, what? Throw up the fucking nut signal. For- At least for me, I got, I need someone to help rake walnuts or acorns or whatever it was. Um, your sister's coming. Do you have plans to come here? <laughs> and I was like, well, I didn't, but I do now. Um, it was, yeah, it's like the, the signal. It's the, it's the daughter signal. So your, your father has a walnut tree? He has a walnut tree or some kind of nut tree. And apparently this year... I can't do his um, grumpy Scottish Mm-mm. voice. Well, it's not even grumpy. It's just like... Rah, 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 rah. Um, the embodiment of a beard. If a beard could talk, it would sound like this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but with a Scottish accent. Mm-hmm. Um, he has said that this year is the worst year. And then like the oh, neighbor, no. who usually does a lot of the work, which he's very thankful for, um, has a bad heart valve and doesn't want him doing it so and he can't do it on his own so he would like us to come on down so on sunday when we usually record i'm gonna be on my way to port hope from hamilton uh to rake up some walnuts raking them walnuts yeah well all right and then we're gonna rake a whole bunch of walnuts we're gonna go have some lunch we're gonna rake some more walnuts i'm guessing and then (laughs) hang out with our dad and uh and then uh my sister's gonna drive me to a go train station i'm gonna go home that's going to be my weekend. Quality Sunday for the McKinnon, <laughs> yeah. McKinnon girls. Yeah. That's the McKinnon family for you. So the point being, 
I actually would have had a whole bunch of fun weekend stories if we recorded on Sunday. Yeah. Since we're recording on Friday, I can just tell you what I hope will be fun. Okay. And then I'll I'll go. Besides the walnut raking, I'll tell you what. Oh, you're actually doing be. something besides raking walnuts. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. So tomorrow, that being Saturday, um, I'm going to the Del Toro exhibit. Right. I have a friend. So we have to mention that I used to you know play in a band and I played with these guys who I was friends with for a really long time. And still am friends with you often hear and most often hear about Jeff and Greg, but there was also Scott. Scott now lives in Milton. And despite living so close uh, to me, closer than Greg and Jeff, I probably have seen him like twice in the last like three years. Oh. Um, so he texted. What's wrong with Scott? Why don't you like Scott? I like Scott fine. Scott has two children. So it makes it oh. <laughs> age. Like, when someone has kids, they're out of the picture. Age like four and under. So it makes it difficult i text scott all the time but uh sometimes it's difficult to you know align schedules as such and he i was back home and he texted me basically saying you know would you be interested in going to the art gallery of ontario has an exhibit basically dedicated to guillermo del toro and it's basically like a recreation of his house or something because Guillermo, Guillermo, yeah. <laughs> just gonna keep all those in. Because Guillermo del Toro is a kind of a weirdo, yeah, super weirdo, and likes to like keep full size life models of mm-hmm. you know Nosferatu and monsters from his own movies. The hey, the, if, the palm eyed Pan's Labyrinth thing. He's got like a full size model of that. And if I was ridiculously wealthy and had a massive house and was a cool director, I would keep all those things as well. One of the things I keep hearing about, so when someone using that exact phrase, you know, if I had all the money in the world, like he does, yeah, uh, he apparently really likes the sound of like rain falling on the roof. So he's got a room that basically just does that. <gasps> I have an a, app that does that. <laughs> this I is also recreated at the AGO. So yeah, there's a bunch of cool stuff there. And I know a bunch of people who have gone and probably falls more in line with like scott's interests right. scott likes monsters and you know classic monsters and stuff like that i'm cool with guillermo um i'm not a super fan or anything right but while i was back home scott texted me and asked if i'd be interested and <laughs> i guess he had he had mentioned it to his wife and his wife was like well, why don't you just go with jordan he's like and i was halfway down the qew before i realized you were back home <laughs> um so we're gonna do that on saturday and then sunday what i would have tried to duck out and do before recording at our normal time is the downtown Toronto record show. Woo! I have no business going this, but I have, I basically just, the money I took from Detroit, uh-huh. I just have not exchanged yet. It's just been sitting there. Ooh. And plus someone who loves me gave me some money with the exp- express instructions that I had to spend it on records. Yeah, they did. God bless her. Um, it was me. It was Caitlin. I love her. Um, so yeah, we're going to go do that. And, and the, the hook for this one. Yeah. So I went with Leah the Brazilian yes. last time, back in March, and I'm going with Leah the Brazilian again. Good. Leah the Brazilian who just got a new job. And it's like, <laughs> it's like yesterday was like, I haven't gotten EI from the weeks I was off. Like, I really can't prioritize this. That was when I left for work last night. Right. When I got home from work this morning, somebody had gotten an EI, an EI <laughs> check and was like, so maybe I just go on, maybe I just go in like 50 bucks. Maybe I just go with like 50 bucks. Mm. I'm like, I, I don't want to be a bad influence, Leah, so I'm not going to encourage this. And she's like, I, just, I think we both know it is far too late for that. Because <laughs> um, what we realized last year, um, I think I mentioned at the time, because we had a podcast when I went to this the first time, that's right, um, that this is like the really like Steve Buscemi and Ghost World show. Yes. Like this one you got, it's $5 to get in or you can spend $25 to get in like an hour early. Yeah, no. And dude, they're just walking out with boxes and crates. Like it's just ridiculous. And there's the like vendor side. Yeah. And then there's like the $5 room. And 
the last time we went, Leah and I were like, $5 room, F that, we'll hit that last. Let's just get in with where the vendors are. Yeah. Um, and then we went to the $5 room. And even then, I think I went to the $5 boxes, which are totally unorganized. You basically have to like pick a spot and then everybody just kind of like sneaks around and you have your buddies that you're with from like box to box until yep. you make your way through. Leah went to the other side, which I didn't know at the time was being operated by RPM. RPM is a basically distributor. Right. You're a label. You want to get your music out to all the record stores in Canada. You use RPM to do it. And RPM uses this show to offload shit. So this is sealed, brand new, Ooh. awesome vinyl for a fraction of what you would pay for it in a record store. Ooh. And it's good shit. Like I got Birth of the Cool by Miles Davis on like a different special edition, you know, photo cover type thing, different cover. If I've ever shown you 180 gram vinyl, it's like a freaking slab of wax. And give me your wax. <laughs> I think that's impressive. Um, I was legitimately impressed. I know, I know you are, and you have said many times that you find my my enthusiasm for this shit infectious and contagious. But I'm so used to people. I'm just so used to the blank stares of women in my life, just going, uh huh. <laughs> I don't, I don't recognize really when it's legitimate. I'm sorry. Um, it's a real heavy like slab of wax, and that's what this was. And it's like ten dollars. Wow. Normally that'd be like forty in a in a in a. You know, if you bought it, seventy five percent off sounds good to me. Yep, and I'll tell you all about it because it'll have already passed by the time <laughs> you hear this, so you can't blow up the spot. Now I've already gotten in there. Uh, also, tragedy. Tragedy. Started carrying vinyl at uh, at major Canadian retailer. Oh no! And it was my job. Also supplied by RPM. Thanks RPM. <laughs> um, it was my job to you know receive all of it. You know, get it set up. Yeah. Um, surprisingly diverse. For what I was expected, okay. giving our demographic. Because it was all like Shania Twain. And... Oh, there was a lot of Shania. Because oh, okay. um, we're basically urban outfitters for the white grandmas. Yeah. Um, I love that story. <laughs> so I was expecting, you know, Buble, Taylor Swift. But then it's like, you know, like five copies of Drake's second album. Oh. The good one. The good one. Um, all of Kendrick Lamar's album. Wow. NWA. Like, It Takes a Nation Millions by Public Enemy. I'm like, who is buying this? <laughs> And we were like very much all expecting because this has caught the eye of many people at work. Yes. And we were all just kind of like, yeah, but we're going to get a shitty discount on it. It looks like we get in the full discount. <gasps> and, you know, not, not, not to put, not to put my job on blast, but you know, we get a, we get a decent discount on yeah, some stuff. We do. And this looks like this might be See, one of them. Sorry. I always say we do. And I always say, <laughs> like yeah, you're still employed I know. There. I know. I haven't been employed there for years, but my part of my like soul is in that place. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to sell out before we even get the shit onto the floor because the staff is just like ransacking it. Yeah. And I can't yet because I need to know how I'm going to score <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday, but it's killing me. There's a Sam Cooke comp that I've picked can't, up and can't put you back. Just, like, put it to the side. I could. Yeah, put I could. I could. You could. One of the managers already snagged like three, keeping them at her desk. Yeah. So, ooh, it's rough, man. Christmas is coming. I got. <laughs> <laughs> gotta cool out like it's like you know well i you don't buy anything for anybody else you just say basically i have bought the enjoyment of music not for you but just in general it's like hey mom and dad remember when we couldn't come up with anything for you to get me for my birthday why don't we just call it even yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting nothing for christmas except my smiling face on christmas morning it cost him my train ticket that's what you got so yeah, it's actually, you know, 
when you originally had to reschedule, I was like, but this is actually, yeah, this is, this is too much activity for me in a weekend. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't like it. Well, cause I'm a, what did you, what, what are we? What? Sloth pigs? Pig <laughs> sloth sloths? pigs. Sloth pigs. Sloth pigs. Cause I'm a sloth pig. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go outside that often. I love being a sloth pig. You're not going to be a sloth pig either this weekend by I'm, the sounds of it. I'm not. Oh God, what are you doing? Um, so after <clears throat> the podcast, I'm going to go hang with my mom. What's up, mom? I don't know, because that's why I'm going to hang out with her, because I don't know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen her in ages. Like, we haven't just hung out, her and I, for, I might have been more than a year. What? Yeah, I know. I've seen her, like, at family things, oh, okay. but it's like a group of us, right? Yeah. But mom and I have not... <laughs> Solo Caitlin mom time has not happened yeah. for a while. So we actually might go to the AGO. That oh, was cool. one of the things on the table. Let but, me know how it is. But we're going to start out at Nordstrom. So my mom... Why do you want to feel poor? My mom loves Nordstrom. Wow. Specifically, she loves... Is your mom caked up like that? No, no, or no, no. Just like... no. Specifically, she loves the restaurant in Nordstrom. It's oh. <laughs> amazing. I don't... Also, the bathrooms. She literally talked to me once. I've never been to the bathroom in Nordstrom. She literally talked to me once for like 30 minutes about the bathroom. I and should it, make a point of it's got visiting like, the bathroom in Nordstrom mirrors and like tv and like a lounge area and she just was so excited about this um <laughs> we're gonna see my mom so. we're gonna take a shit at nordstrom it's gonna be great <laughs> we're going for lunch at nordstrom and then from there we're gonna go on an adventure so we might go to the ago um any other ideas of what we can do in toronto because there's actually not that much um yeah, it's a weird time in the city um i have to figure out this myself because my swoon weirdly friend i saw back home i'm seeing again next week she be in town for work, and I have to try and f- find something to do, like downtown. Yeah, it's it's actually really difficult. I remember I worked at the AGO for a while, and there was this mom and her daughter, and like, oh, we're in Toronto for like something else. Um, we don't know what to do. What should we like? What are the kinds of things you can do in the city? And I was like, uh, that's a great question. Uh, if you don't want to spend a fortune, does your mom uh, like digging records? <laughs> No, and she broke her arm. I have some some spots. Is her arm still? She's on the cast. Well, it's in a different. It's like an air cast now, which I I always keep on thinking like Air Jordan (laughs) cast, like it's branded. (laughs) It's the fire fit in these streets. The air cast. Yeah. Uh, For those of you who forgot or didn't hear that episode, Caitlin's mom broke her arm in Barcelona. Yeah. Slipping on some grass. Yep. Which is the most Caitlin's mom way. (laughs) Caitlin's mom would ever break her arm. It's only a matter of time till her daughter <laughs> does something similar. Repeats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, yeah, I don't know. In that part of town, I mean, you're near Chinatown. Yeah. Um, She's already heading to Kensington. So. She's already going to Kensington. Yeah. With you or just on her own? Just like, on her own. On her own. Uh, visiting a friend. Visiting a friend. Who owns a store in Kensington that I used to work at. Oh, it's a sex shop. No. What? I thought you worked at the sex shop in Kensington. <laughs> no. No? The glass dildo shop? I thought you worked there. What are you talking? I apparently dreamed this. <laughs> Who are you mixing me up? I with? don't know. <laughs> I wish I had. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm mistaking. Maybe you expressed uh, a desire to do so. Oh wow! I didn't even know that existed. I... Yeah, it's not like a like a feministy porno store in Kensington. I have no idea. I thought there was. <laughs> wow or i dreamed it this is this is what party jordan 10 a.m party jordan gets into um what store was this i do remember you meant me being taken aback when you said you worked um, in kensington this they was... moved and i'm pretty sure the name's still the same it's called the eye of shiva it's, all right it, it was one of the first stores that like so um 
this friend used uh, used to like live in India and and worked there and did studies there, and then started to get to know the people and started to import stuff to sell. Mm. Things like they used to make they make um clothes out of like and everywhere has it now you see it everywhere but like um clothes out of like recycled saris okay yeah or or material that's like off cuts of sorry material and stuff um and it's all like reversible and stuff and like light lightweight um and also jewelry and all kinds of other things as well um so i used to work there way way back when like 18 19 20 kind of thing well i'm sorry for implying a friend of the family owned a feminist porno store in Kensington. there's nothing wrong with that like i said (laughs) porno positive um and i like feminist porno (laughs) It's great. It's porno where dudes get berated the whole time. That's not nice. I know that's that's not what it is. Um, Just ladies have a nice time and aren't beaten up before someone listen, has sex with them. Listen, in my my old age, I enjoy feminist porno as well. See, everyone should check it out. We're just giving lots of like like advertising to the wherever this feminist <laughs> porno shop is. We're doing a great job Add of that advertising. for the show notes. Yeah. So that's today. What else are you getting up to this weekend? Uh. Saturday is one of those weird days where I'm having a housewarming party. Mm-hmm. Not this weekend, but next weekend. I'm not going to invite the audience because <laughs> we don't have that kind of space. Um, and Cheer up. Book your flight. <laughs> we, have, we have to clean, basically. We have to get ready, right? We have to clean oh, the house. The worst. We've got a pit. Pictures up that we've not been put up. Put up. We've got to unpack the rest of our boxes. Make it look like a lived-in space. Yeah, exactly. Um, and not a complete disaster. Um, because both of us, both the housemates and um, senior correspondent and I, have all just been like nonstop for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, That's so- terrible. How do you live like that? As I glance at my suitcase I've been living in <laughs> since I got home from Windsor. Basically, I have I have a suitcase from last weekend that I still haven't unpacked. Um, so we're all around Saturday, so we're all gonna like clean up and you know get things ready. And but I don't know how much time that's gonna take. Mm-hmm. So if we don't take that much time and we actually do way more than we think we're gonna do, yes, we're gonna go see Thor. Good, but unfortunate because I actually had a request from a sometime listener oh. last night saying like. When's Caitlin going to drag you to like an actual movie and do like a, like a hot, like, well, like immediate. Like, okay. And I, I said, I was like, we could probably do Thor. I feel like that's, that's like, that's the one do. thing, the one Marvel movie I could stand, but I'm not trying to like impugn on your, on your no, outing or say, no, don't see fine. it. No, that's fine. Because I mean, there's a good chance that's not going to happen. <laughs> I actually can like guarantee that's not going to happen. There will be no Thor tomorrow. Night. No. It's all going to be like cleaning until late. And then I got to sleep relatively early because I got at the crack of dawn. Got to go break them all. I got to go <laughs> so I can meet my sister so then we can drive to Board Hope so that we can rake those walnuts. Rake them nuts. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we all know what's going on Sunday. Fingers crossed for Thor. Yeah. Probably uh, for, not. Forgive me, y'all. I'm a little I'm a little peckish <laughs> at the moment. It's my, so, my eating is all jacked up and somebody just walked in and handed me cupcakes for some reason mm-hmm. um so we had a halloween slash goodbye party for uh, a member of our staff at your job okay yes that we like very much um and i said no i'll make a dessert i can eat 
I'll probably I'll make some cupcakes mm-hmm. and um I will bring some fruit, which I did. And the old department I worked at, I wanted to bring them some cupcakes as well because they were having like a Halloween party kind of shindig thing. Um, so I was like, okay, um, did you find a hair? I did. That's disgusting. Don't eat that cupcake. Oh. What do we think that hair came from, Caitlin? My head. Okay. Don't leave it on the container. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Continue telling your story. I'm listening. Now everyone's like disgusted by the hair. AWK. That's great. Okay. Well, now everyone knows that there are hair in, hair, hairs in the cupcake. Is that the story about the cupcakes? No. <laughs> no. It's not the story about the cupcakes. Or it's either a hair or a piece of eggshell. You got one or the other. So I was thinking, okay, I'm going to make some chocolate ones and some vanilla ones because um, I know some people can't have chocolate. Mm-hmm. And then I made 48 cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was up till two in the morning. I think the 48 cupcakes. Why are you manic? Why did this happen? Jesus. I don't know. I just, I was, I didn't realize the box mix made 48 cup, or 24 cupcakes. So about two You just made like 12 boxes. really big ass cupcakes? I wasn't really thinking. So I made the mix. I put in the ingredients. I mixed it up. And then I was pouring and I was like, wow, I guess this makes double the batch. And then all of a sudden I had 48 cupcakes. That's why Jordan gets cupcakes unexpectedly. (laughs) Um, So we had a lot of cupcakes left. And uh, yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Sorry, there was a hair in it. That's fine. Hair right, I, I grew up with dogs, right? Like I'm because the yeah. hair is so disgusting. I was like, you realize I pulled hair out of my food like basically my entire life because there was always fucking dog fur in it. Like, yeah, I don't think hair is the most ex- disgusting thing you can I don't find either. Um, if you haven't gleaned it yet, y'all, slow news week. It's very slow. Not not that y'all ever complain. No, but getting a little slow. I mean, we took a glance at the blogs. There's nothing really going. Nothing really popping out there right now. Um, there is one little thing. What is that? I got one tiny kind of kind of little bit awesome bit of news. Oh, you need to follow up on something from last week, too. Oh. But do your news first. Okay. Um, so Jordan Peele is working on a Twilight Zone reboot for CBS. Interesting. Yeah. So it will air on the same, apparently, it will air on the same CBS All Access that mm. uh, Star Trek's on. It's a weird business model for them, but... Well, because of Star Trek, it's doing really well now. I guess so. And there's actually a whole bunch of other stuff on there that I didn't realize, so I might start actually just watching CBS All Access. Can I get your young Sheldon fix? Ugh. Is that on there? (laughs) Probably. God, burn it. Um, So, yeah, that... That's kind of cool. Um, there's been a couple attempts at rebooting it in the last little while. Um, and I'm in the article. If you want to know more about it, go to io9. Um, they've talked about how uh, they're not sure if it's for sure, for sure, or if it's just in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's going to be awesome. Dope. That's my tiny bit of news. One thing I forgot to mention when I was gushing about Fargo is that Key and Peele show up as a, as FBI agents. What? Two thirds through. Yeah. That was very <gasps> unexpected and welcome. That's amazing. What was I going to say? Yes, uh, you need to follow up. You made a promise last week. Oh no, what did I That promise? we were going to check in on the posse. Oh yeah. There have been updates to the posse. Yeah, I don't remember them all though. 
This is going to be. Oh, so God, if memory <coughs> serves, where's, where, where are the Kayan? Where are you at? Where's the historians out there who need to keep us updated on the posse? Uh, who's that? Idris is obviously in the posse. Yes. Carl Urban was in the posse. Yes, still in the posse. Um, God, who else was in the posse? Originally? Um, Janeway. Right, <laughs> Captain Janeway. She's still there. Kate Mulgrew. Yeah, she's Kate still Mulgrew's there. in the posse. Have, have there been additions? We don't even need to remember all of them. No. Of the originators. No. There's been additions, but I might have to look them up. <laughs> um, so I, I, I'll do a full, like, countdown, count out. Uh, we just might devote the front half of an episode one day to just really, really enshrining, like, the Rushmore the po- of posse members. Posse. Um, I think I've added Andre Brauher. Oh, <laughs> fair. Because... I it's, it's sort of the, one of those things that I'm sure he's in a whole bunch of stuff, but until <laughs> Brooklyn Nine Nine, care what he was in. <laughs> just him as Captain Holt is he's always hilarious. He makes the show right. <laughs> he uh, sidebar to updates. Um, we know you think Brooklyn Nine Nine is funnier than I do. We both yes. we both enjoy the show, yes. um, but I think you think it's funnier and better written than I do. I'm like you know the Good Place is way better from a joke perspective, but Brooklyn nine, nine obviously has its charms. That said, uh, did you see the Halloween episode? I did see the Halloween episode. I was fucking <laughs> howling for most of that episode. Even like the, <laughs> they're doing the, like, so the recurring bit on the Brooklyn nine, nine Halloween episodes is always has to be about a heist and everybody's yes. trying to steal something that makes them the best detective. If they can steal it and hold onto it by midnight or whatever yeah. happens every Halloween. And it really has turned into a thing between the Andy Samberg, Samberg character, um, Jake Peralta, Amy Santiago, his love interest, and Andre Brower's Captain Holt. They are, they are the ones who vie for it the most. The episode starts <laughs> with Peralta waking up and he's being like, it's heist day. And he turns to, he turns to Amy and he's like, and you're not going to beat me. And it's like, she's like, I'm ready for you. I was already ready. Whips the covers off. It's like, I'm already dressed. He's like, so am I. And I already ate breakfast. Wait, where are my pancakes? And you just hear from off camera. In my belly. <laughs> look over. It's Andre Brower, full dress, like dress uniform. He's like, it's heist time. <laughs> Fucking, Fucking idiots, I, I love you. What I love about that show is it, it, everyone, it just feels like everyone is having a good time all the time. Um, like, and I don't think you need to be fully aware of Andre Brower's entire career to know, like, he's playing against this. Like, he's playing against type with this. Like, yes. he was already. I think the thing he was best known for before was like before the Wire and early David Simon show was this show called Homicide: Life on the Street, which mm-hmm. was basically it was like a, a harder edged Law and Order type right. of thing, basically about homicide cops in Baltimore. It was based on a book David Simon wrote, and Andre Brower was on that. Playing like, you know, your very intense, driven homicide detective, you know, getting justice for people. And he's very good on it as a dramatic actor. But him doing comedy, especially dumb comedy. He's the smartest thing on a very dumb comedy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) They swiped his dog. (laughs) He has a corgi named Cheddar. (laughs) He's like, well, that's Cheddar, isn't he? He's like, this bitch? mean to the other dogs he keeps on calling it an idiot dog can't shake (laughs) um yeah andre brower 
Yes. Congratulations, you've made the posse. Yeah, I don't know how long he'll stay on there. Because sometimes I forget Brooklyn Nine-Nine exists, and then it comes back, and I go, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is back! I think that show is unbelievably well-written, and I think it's one of the funniest things out there. And as much as I love The Good Place and Cheaty, Cheaty, maybe Cheaty's in the posse as well. Anyways, I haven't decided yet. Um, it just, I just think it's it's continually funny. It makes me laugh out loud. And very few shows actually make me laugh out loud. Like, Community was one of them. Mm -hmm. And there's been very few others. Community, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and a couple others. Um, And that's the only one we can remember right now? That's the only one I can remember. I know I was watching something recently, and I went, oh, that person's definitely in the posse. Mm, Posse. But I can't remember who it was, because I I have a terrible memory. I don't have a posse equivalent. Really? No. You don't have anybody who who you'd want to, like, ride and die with? Alison Brie, maybe? It's the first one that comes to mind. She's pretty cool. Um, I'll give it some thought. Okay. Whenever we dedicate the front half to your posse rundown, I'll make sure I have a, an equivalent for it. All right. I mean, it's only been a very busy, scant, like, five days. Do we have any updates? or? Um, Only the thing I gave you, actually. Oh, you had just watched I, that and then decided to give it to I, me? We, we, so we decided as um, housemates. <laughs> I almost want to be like, family, but like housemates to have, like we watch Star Trek together every mm-hmm. Sunday. Um, so I saw the new Voyager, or new Discovery. I keep on calling it Voyager. Keep on calling it Voyager because you're longing for more Voyager. I know. Uh, and Kate Mulgrew, part of the posse. Um, <laughs> but I watched the, new dis- uh, the newest Discovery. Amazing. The newest oh, episode of Discovery. It's, this has been quite the roller coaster of your, it's like <laughs> turned a corner. Of your reactions. To- it, it's turned a corner, and it was so good. The last episode, it was fantastic. Dope. Yes, I like it when you ha- have things that you enjoy. So excited! Um, have not seen the newest episode of the Orville, but it's consistently been fantastic as well. Um, or did we? I can't remember. Anyways, it was a long time ago. It was last Sunday. Um, and we decided as housemates to watch a Halloween-esque movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, have you seen this one? And I went, I'm Chris and I, neither of us had. And it was amazing. So I gave it to you. I think there it's like go. one of my favoritest movies now. We'll talk. Okay. Um, I didn't really... Speaking of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I'd spent like a morning watching there's a show that complex does yeah. like a youtube show it's like actually a show it runs like half an hour mm-hmm. um and the guy said the guy who hosts it is actually really good it's called hot ones right and basically it's yeah. an interview show where he you eat hot wings you eat hot wings yeah yeah and i always knew of it i'd see the promos for it and i maybe had watched like five minutes here or there but i never right. really sat down and watched like an entire episode oh and they get like decent guests and the terry cruz one was actually <laughs> amazing <laughs> um because he asked him where the yogurt thing came from on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Just <laughs> such a weird question to ask. It's yeah. like, where did the yogurt thing come from? Um, it just it wasn't in the script. They just saw Terry. <laughs> Terry was just eating yogurt one day. And they, they were like, it was like he needs a snack. Like they wanted him to have like be eating something. Right. It's like well, yogurt. That's like a healthy thing that, yeah. that he'd be eating. And they just really like leaned into it. Was just, <laughs> Terry loves his yogurt. Um, uh. But like, yeah, the Seth Rogen and, oh, hell, who's the... Who played Jesse on Preacher? I can't remember his name, but oh, yeah, the English guy, the guy Dominic Moynihan. Yeah, there we go. From out of nowhere, telling you, workday morning Jordan is like fire. <laughs> Caitlin, not so much. <laughs> Caitlin, little grogs. <laughs> she uh, has not slept in in five days, and therefore is very tired. 
Yeah, the Dominic Moynihan Seth Rogen one is very funny because Moynihan cannot hang at all. No. Um, <laughs> the Henry Rollins one is actually pretty good, and yeah, the Terry Crews one is really good as well. And I just like spend a morning watching episodes of Hot Ones. Like, <laughs> they just get progressively hotter, and you watch these people like start slowly going delirious as yeah. they try to eat these freaking hot sauces. Um, yeah, got caught up on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Got caught up on the stayed caught up on the Good Place. Um, Janet's really getting a chance to shine in the new. In the new episodes. Oh, good. Which is, which is fun. Um, God bless you, Janet. She vomits pennies at one point. <laughs> um, still behind on the deuce. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting that, like, you ever have that thing where, like, you know, that's why I don't watch movies on Netflix. I have that weird affliction where, like, this movie's, like, two hours long. I don't want to sit here for two hours. <laughs> Let me watch four episodes of an anime instead. Right. It's the exact same duration. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. We did the. Um, we did that actually the other day with um, Star Wars Rebel- Rebels. Mm. We were thinking of what to watch and what it was something that we might we're going to try and look for that was about an hour long. And Chris was like, "Or we could watch Rebels." And I was like, "I'm there." And we watch Rebels. Instead. Just for some reason, it's like I know at this point because I fell so behind on the Deuce, it's going to take me three hours to watch it. And I'm yeah. just like, "Oh, yeah." Hmm. Yeah, hours. Yeah. Let me just watch this. Let me just shovel these, you know, bite-sized chunks of anime into my face instead. This happens to me with reading because it's not just that it's the time. It's I actually lose, like, I, I lose the time. Like, all of a sudden, it's, I started reading at four o'clock and it's like one in the morning. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, where did all that time go? Um, Reading. It, and speaking of reading. We may have to do a, uh, a Geek Down gift guide this year, Ooh. just because like I do enjoy this time of year at at Major Canadian Retailer because we start to get like the fancy things that they put out they put out for holiday. Right. And a couple things I noticed recently already: uh, the first Paper Girls hardcover nice. is pretty gorge, but the one came in. It's two hundred and sixty five dollars. I knew it was coming out. I just didn't think we'd actually get it. It is the thirty fifth anniversary collector box of Akira. Ooh. Five hardcover manga volumes unflipped in their original right to left orientation. Oh, man. The Club Akira art book, which has been out of print for like, you know, 10, 15 years. A patch with the pill thing on it, you know, an iron on patch with the, you know, bad for health, good for education, whatever right. pill logo that Kaneda wears on the back of his jacket. Kaneda wears on the back of his jacket in this glorious, gorgeous, hinged, you know, box. Just like I, I could never, I could never spend that much money on, on books to that sort of thing. Like, right. even though like it will take you five years to read all of a character because it's so fucking dense. But but just I can't. But it's gorgeous to look at, um, and I would really like to, but I can't because um, we're not made out of money. People, we're not, and I got records to buy. People. Um, speaking of that, though. Also on the on the remainder pile unexpectedly, uh-huh. a book called Dust and Grooves, which is just a giant hardcover coffee table book of people like talking about their record collections. Ooh, I was like, mm. somebody's got gift cards. Might have to do that. <laughs> um, yeah, so just if work's been busy, we both been busy. Listen, y'all, we we try to give you your content, but we, we got lives to live, and sometimes sometimes it's just it's hard to put it together, and I can't bring myself to catch up on the deuce, but. So not as much news popping, not as much updates popping, but, you know, I think we still had a good front half. Yeah. 
That's a good front half. I yeah, think. they they got to hear about how there's a hair in the cupcakes I made. They got to hear about uh, some fun stories, <laughs> some stuff that will let you know next week yep. <laughs> if they were good or not. Yeah, and uh, and I I guarantee you the back half of the show going to be pretty dope this week. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be sure. a real good one. I feel like so. Yeah. Uh, why don't we take a break right here, and when we come back, we will get into that. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the program. This is the part of the show where Caitlin and I talk about the things we brought each other back in format at a special single topic app last week, which we kind of had to, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Oh, did you finish that? Was I did not me? finish it. I've been waiting to start up again and finish with Senior Correspondent, I promised, at Piggy's Word. Um, and we just haven't had the time, so. Did you finish that book? I did not finish the book. Well, with all your predictions from... I know. From a few weeks ago, just shattered. 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 Don't listen to Caitlin. You can't, is, is, can't rely on Caitlin. Who can you rely on? No. Anyway, part of the show where Caitlin and I each bring each other things from our respective fandoms that the other would not have normally encountered. Probably very accurate this week. Yes. Love when that happens, but also very complimentary. Yeah. Complimentary. It was. Halloween might be over, but we stay we stay spooky. Yeah. We we are spooky people. Of, of a sort. Um, but before we get into those things, uh, there are, oh, sorry, before we get into that, we have rules. But before we have rules, we have to mention, during the break, as Jordan made a coffee and we watched a few YouTube videos, we had a real-time update yes. to Caitlin's Posse. Yes. I don't know the name of the fellow. I know it was that song <laughs> that was like, <laughs> that was like the number one most downloaded YouTube video in Japan last year, where, you know, it had the dance. I don't know his name. I don't, I don't think the people who are... They will know. They, they won't know. Whatever that dance was, uh, that dude's drummer. It, it's a Japanese band. You know, it's a solo artist. He's just a session oh, drummer. Oh, is he just a session drummer? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. All right. Um, whoever that fellow's drummer was, skyrocketed, kicked in the door, I was waving like, the 4-4. I saw him in the background, and I said to Jordan... That is the coolest man in Japan, and he is part of the posse. Beard, ponytail, real nonchalant. Like, but like he was, he was in the zone, just in the pocket, just drum drumming his ass off. Yeah, not a care in the world. He just looked super cool, and like you'd want to hang out with him. That's how you get in the posse. Yeah, and like he'd have my back. That's important. <laughs> he would have. And if there was a shootout, he would help me shoot people. If you probably asked him to. He yeah. doesn't seem like the type he would notice right away, but no. if you asked him, he'd be there. Yeah. Rules. We have three of them. Yes, we do. The first one being the rule of three. <laughs> there you go. Got it. I was still thinking about the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the rule of three is the rule that we will watch three of the thing we've given each other if it is some kind of episodic, um, periodical epicycle sure. type thing so if it's a tv show we'll watch three episodes if it's a book it's three chapters if it's a comic three issues yes give the thing a chance to be the thing it's going to be the second rule is hashtag save it for the pod we will not talk about the things we brought each other until we are sitting in front of these microphones nope 
That's it. Just like that. Yeah. Um, and the third and final rule, which isn't actually a rule, it's more of a policy, is that there will be spoilers. Spoilers. We are a pro-spoiler podcast. If we feel we need to get into something, we will talk about it. Yep. And if you haven't seen it and you want to see it and you're very anti-spoiler, you should probably go. Get lost. I don't know that there's that much this week that you would encounter, but you know. Out of here. <laughs> Scram. Caitlin has already escorted you out, so thanks for hanging. Yeah. We'll, we'll see, see you next, next week. Um, all right. So to start off, we're going to talk about, I believe, the thing you brought me. We like to alternate. This was a thing that actually Caitlin was going to have last week, but the emergence of Stranger Things just meant we had to put it on the back burner. Yep. Uh, she was very excited by the concept. She had seen part of it yep. before and was very excited when I gave it to her. I hope she's still excited after spending some time with it. Still excited. It's the oft-mentioned Kekai Sen Sen, also known as Blood Blockade Battlefront. Best or name Blood ever. Blockade and Beyond, Blood Bath and Beyond. B- B- blood Bath and Beyond, I like that. <laughs> that was like, listen, that was actually... One of the funniest jokes Kayam has ever made to me. He was like, where does Leonardo watch shop for home supplies, bloodbath and beyond? That, that's good. <laughs> um, so this is a show that I have talked about many times on the program already. It is based on a shonen manga by Yasuhiro Naitao, who, if you are a 90s baby, you will remember as the mangaka behind Trigun, that classic 90s. One of the 90s of 90s animes. I owned Trigun. That's how much I love Trigun. Trigun is dope. Trigun had a terrible ending, and I'll argue that till the day I die. But I actually, it's been so long. I don't know if I saw the ending or I just don't remember the ending. It was a glorified clip show. Uh, oh, not one of those. Remember they recycled a lot at the end and being real bummed out about it. Yeah, man. Vash the Stampede. He was like... Vash I, the Stampede was amazing. He was iconic in that 90s era sci-fi channel fandom. <laughs> and I just love that you never knew if he was actually an idiot or not. <laughs> you just never quite knew. You always think you got him pegged and then you weren't quite sure. And also another one of the top five like theme songs. Oh, yeah. The Open to Trigon was amazing. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Trigun. No. We're here to talk about Naitao's subsequent work, Kekai Sensen, which ran from 2009 to 2015 in one of the random jump magazines. Okay. And was adapted into an anime in 2015 by Studio Bones. It ran for 12 episodes. Interesting of note, I think before I even watched a frame of this show, I just knew it as legendary because it got so late and behind schedule. Like, <laughs> So it started in April. It ran for 12 episodes. So like, like end of june right the the episode the final episode should air it aired in october Ooh. and was like an hour oh. like they really you need a little extra time was very well celebrated and the second season just started this year it is how do you sum it up to wikipedia oh the plot revolves around a young photographer named leonardo watch who obtains the all-seeing eyes of the gods at the cost of his sister's eyesight after the incident leonardo moves to the city of hell salem's lot which is basically Manhattan. Randomly, one day, the barrier between the alter world and the regular world broke down, and suddenly, a mu- they call a mushroom fog, I think, yep. encapsulates the city, mm-hmm. shrouds it in fog, and suddenly, creepy crawlies and monsters and flying snakes and giants yep. are just kind of wandering around with the regular old humans. So, Leonardo moves to Hell Salem's lot and joins an organization known as. They call it Libra in the show, but we'll call it Libra. Um, it's just how they say Libra. 
Silas A. Libra. And their job is to uh, fight several monsters as well as terrorists to keep the balance. Right? Yeah. Libra scales. Keep the balance between the shadowy alter world and our world. I maintain it is a show unlike anything I have seen. Just aesthetic feel. A lot of this is attributed to the director, Rie Matsumoto. Her direction was much celebrated. She's one of those rare lady directors who gets to who's being who's awesome gets to run the show. So I mean, between her and Sayo Yamamoto, apparently I just need to look for like if a woman directed it, and it'll be good. It'll probably be good. So I love this show. I maintain still it's not the easiest show to get into because mm-hmm. a lot of times they just gloss over shit, don't mm-hmm. tell you what happened, or mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they'll cut to another scene and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. which can make it a little hard for not the anime versed mm-hmm. to step into. What did Caitlin McKinnon think of the first three episodes of Kekai Sensen? It was so good. Dope. It was so good. Um, I don't think it's hard to get into it all. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I actually have an example because okay. I've been slowly trying to rework my way through season one. I have one example as well. Okay. We'll see if it's the same. No, because this happens later. Oh, oh okay. Um, I was watching an episode later where basically our um, the boss of Libra, yeah. Libra, Klaus von Reinhertz, Klaus. a.k.a. the dopest, baddest <laughs> man in the world, yeah. um, is in like an underground fighting ring. Right. And basically he meets like the big boss of the fighting ring. Mm-hmm. And then it just cuts to them, like, driving away. Right. It's like, okay, I guess that worked out. Right. I assumed he was going to fight that dude. Mm-hmm. Maybe he did. Yeah. Maybe he didn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just gotta... <laughs> not, not typical storytelling for a- animes, but... Um, I... What's your example? My example is, I think it's in the... It's the third episode? Third episode? Um. So he gets, like... I, I don't know. See, this is, I don't know what happened. Uh, something happened, and then he, he wakes up in his apartment, and his landlord's kicking him out because they're making it into a like hotel. I think he was in the hospital. Was he? He was in the hospital at the end of episode two. Yes, but then someone like this is Leonardo, our protagonist. By yes, way. sorry. Yes, that's who it is. Um, we and- get really amped about stuff, and sometimes we just talk about it, <laughs> forgetting that we need to like explain to the listener. But yeah, so uh, he yeah he's in the hospital, but like. A thing bounces on him that's like an animal. Yes. But that's the one waking him up. I was very... That's the only point where I was like, what? And then I was like, ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> I just... I, I guess I'm really just relaxed about that kind of thing. I'm like, ah, oh, who cares? I don't need explanations. Um, What do we need to tell you, listener, about the show? So I said in, in the synopsis, yes, it's about... Oh. E- even that setup. So Leonardo really has no powers. He just has these eyes. <laughs> powers they are powerful yes but it's not like he's not like the rest of them it's basically the gist is most of the people in the shadowy organization and it's called blood blockade battlefront is because all of their like super extra human powers are like based around blood blood and manipulating their blood um klaus uses it to like make a variety of cross like objects yeah. whether he's bludgeoning whether he's bludgeoning bludgeoning you with it or defending with it or yeah. somehow um z- zip zap what's zap, his name? zap 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 i think it's zap. Might be zap zap renfro uh or other kind of you know our, our lovable rogue yeah the actually i didn't notice this until like the third watching of these episodes the, the show uses type a lot yeah in fun ways similar to how kill a kill did or if they do a special attack, it's just a, like gung, 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 just like the text of their attack pops up on screen. Or when a new character is introduced, you see like a bunch of captions, yep. like framing their face, including like I think like a two word like 
explanation of their character. Right. Like Klaus might be like gentleman something. Yeah. Um, Zepp says dick suck. <laughs> wow. And you miss it if you're not like looking for it. And they've repeated this from season one to season two. So obviously it was intentional. Right. Um, I think that's how they're trying to say like cocksucker. Like right. he's kind of an asshole. Yeah. Dick suck. Use that in your everyday, everyday usage. Um, but Zepp's is based around like swords and flames. Like yeah. there's a lighter with a prick on it type of thing. And he yeah. like, pricks himself and then lights it on fire. Um, all very stylish. It all looks really cool. Oh, it looks great. Um, this anime looks great. It looks really good. I love the monsters. I love the little things in the background. I love, there's at one point a building literally gets cut through <laughs> on an angle and slides off and just going by as a dragon. <laughs> like just like really slowly like this happens all the time um i love the monkey and whatever the monkey's doing in the background so in our first episode and again this is another example of like how for me watch especially watching it the first time yeah and not really knowing anything about it just like this show's apparently good okay mm-hmm. you when you see leonardo get the eyes it's basically he's there with his family and his sister who is uh paralyzed or has some issue legs don't work yeah he mentions kind of that you know he thought his parents were hoping that by taking her to health Salem's lot that there would be something there that could fix her or make her better yeah. and then suddenly well bam some giant demon thing just shows up and this is and this is what i was putting my hand up about yes. before so you said that she lost her eyes to give him the eyes yeah i didn't get and maybe that's just it it I thought something else might have happened from what I got so far just in three episodes. I still don't really know. Like, that's I feel never like, really explained. I feel like she got them and then he stole them mm. and went there. Um, that's what I drew my conclusion of. And that could be totally wrong, but that's what my conclusion was. Because, yeah, this giant thing, like, shows up yeah. out of nowhere and is like, someone who will see it through or something like that. Yeah. Someone must pay the cost and his sister's just like, I'll see it through. You know, someone has to pay the cost. Let it be me. Yeah. And then boom, she's blind now apparently. And he's got these eyes that can see things normal eyes can't, which is how he spots this, you know, super speed monkey type thing, um, which steals his camera, which is what leads him to the shadowy organization. Oh. Johnny, no, did he know about them ahead of time? Was he trying to join them? Like he knew them about them ahead of time. I don't get the impression that he was trying to join them. Mm. Um, maybe try and find out more about them, possibly. Um, but yeah, it's just a, a lucky streak. And yeah, so he ends up bumping into Zep and this like, even like how that was explained. Like I just watched that episode recently again, and it's like. As he's chasing the monkey, he bumps into basically like an armed robbery type of thing yeah. that Zepp is fighting the criminal, but there's something to do with like some interdimensional gate and a demon that's like half formed. Yeah. And the king of depravity yes. shows up who's like a crime lord to aspiring crime lord type of thing. He's the one behind it. And he's put a gate in a flea. Or he wants them to think that it's the monkey and yeah, he wants them to he wants- kill the monkey, which would destroy the gate and or like cause the demon to go whole or something and but because leo's got these eyes he can see that it's actually a flea and not the monkey and then the monkey's his best friend after that because it's a yes or hero night comic and you need some weird animal sidekick like the black cat and that's actually how i knew <laughs> that this was connected to trigon somehow because of the cat because just in a random scene you see yeah. that black cat from trigon and yeah. you're like okay yeah. actually i have that cat 
Do you? I just have a tiny, tiny cat. I believe it went with a Trigun character at one point, and I may have stolen the cat from something. Possibly, because I definitely had a Vash the Stampede uh, yeah. figure from McFarlane Toys back in the day. Oh, yeah. And it def- it came with the black cat, whose name was just Kuroneko, which is black cat. Yeah. Um, I think I like how you mentioned that, you know, that moment of just like, you know, the dragon thing flying by. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's what this show does so well. It's just like that world just feels lived in. Like they really go out of their yeah. way to just like establishing it, it in the city. It reminded me of Hellboy in like, and when they have the market and sort of the underground world mm-hmm. and that's very like everything is su- super normal there. It's nuts, but it's normal. Um, it's, Even when you just see him like sitting at the counter talking to like the you know yeah. burger waitress, diner waitress type thing in the first episode. Yeah. Or even that like you hear like a news broadcast. And then the men, they're kind of like, we don't know anything that's going on. It's just been like this since the explosion. Isn't that right? Mr. Guerrero? Yeah. Well, in the, of course, in the subtitles, Hi. 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 He just keeps saying that over and over again. It's the only thing he says. Yeah. The show just has a style that I've never really seen in anime. And you know, yeah. at this point, with as much anime as I've seen, that's the stuff I'm always drawn to is just the stuff that doesn't. It's not set in a high school. Yeah. It's not like, even though this is, I didn't know it was classified as shown until I looked it up as Wikipedia. I guess it is because it's kind of a martial artsy, action-y yeah. type of show. But just the vibe of it and the way it feels um even like so there's a scene um where in the second episode where zap zep i'm gonna call him zep um sits on our protagonist's face uh leonardo's face just as like a gag and then forgets and he's like killed him in the background and they're all talking normally and he's like don't you die on me they're gonna blame me um Um, yeah second episode was like a chase type thing where leo inadvertently with his magic eyes spots that a dry cleaner truck it's actually some demon beast like kidnapping people to take them back to the other world and feast on them them. (laughs) um fun stuff and had a great chase scene and really big you know some like maximum velocity like catch the truck type of thing like high speed chase and the third one is a somewhat odder Show's not afraid to focus on, like, it also introduces characters at a really quick clip, which is yeah. one thing that did frustrate me about the show and why I say the second season is, like, completely impenetrable. Because right. they all just show up. It's like you're just supposed to know I who like they are. that. Okay. Um, it's just like this is what's going on and you're like, okay. Not everybody can hang with that. but And like I said, it seems like critical consensus of the second season is, like, it's playing it a little straighter. It's not as batshit as the first season because uh Rie Matsumoto did not direct the second season but I still say I show that first five minutes of second season the second season and people are just completely on board immediately yeah um but it also it does give you a like the Avengers are all showing up type of thing yeah. <laughs> like here they all are and you at least know how they know each other um yeah the third episode is like to get information on some drug trafficking Klaus are werewolf slash whatever he is he's got an underbite type of thing yeah um plays like what did they play in star trek there's a three space dimension chess. space <laughs> he just it's plays not, it's not just called space chess he plays he plays space chef, chess on steroids basically it's but it's like it's underworld magic chess yeah <laughs> basically some 
spider-looking mob boss type thing. It's yeah. like, hey, if you can hang for 99 hours, yeah. I'll tell you what you want to know. And apparently, what did they say? The game, the longer the game goes, the rules get exponentially harder and you start getting nosebleeds and like... Yeah, because you haven't slept in three days. Having a psychobilly freak out. So not as action-packed, maybe a little more suspenseful. You were on board for all of it, though? You're just oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. End credits? Love the end credits. End credits are so good. It's everyone dancing. Those are my cosplay goals, by the way. Season one end credits, Libra. Just everybody in their party dresses. Dancing. Dancing. Yeah. Oh, good times. Good times. So, yeah, that was that's like an eight- Cool. Been a yeah. while since we had an anime that hit that. Yeah, hit it might be. Well. It might be more. I just have to. Go, I have to watch more of it. Yeah, I was bummed. So Caitlin hadn't seen the last half of the third episode when she got here. So we queued that up, and if you do want to criticize the show, it's like, is there really a plot? They're just kind of like standalones. There is a thing with Leonardo. Leonardo meets a girl in the hospital. Yeah. Um, who he starts you know, having a crush on, strikes up a friendship, whatever. And there is apparently this is new to the anime. It didn't. Uh, it wasn't in the manga. The manga, I guess, kind of started as like a straight like vampire hunting right. type thing, and blood breeds or vampires are the primary antagonist. Right, um, and that gets set up really in episode four. Okay, where this what the hell is his name? Lucky something. He was like Klaus's mentor. Right. He shows up basically to use. There's like a made in abyss. There's like a deep, <laughs> deep hole somewhere, like at the bottom of uh, like where the cl- fog formed, right? Because apparently you can't seal a vampire if you don't know their name or something. This right. is just something like the mythology of the show has set up, um, or if it's actually based in anything. I don't know. There's been lots of stuff like that. There's lots of stuff like that, but there's like 13 of them apparently, and they like take Leo down to use his funky eyes, eyes to try and find them or get their names somehow. And that is what kind of becomes them bumping into blood breeds kind of becomes the uh, that's really set up in the next episode. Cool. Um, and I also find those the design of those characters, you know, the blood breeds and the vampires, they just do they do really interesting things. It's a they really do. all the characters look really interesting. It's a really fun show. A guy who basically is Abe Sapien shows up two thirds through. He's uh, Zepp's. I think his name's Zed. I think it's Zepp and Zed. <laughs> uh, they were like trained together at the same by the same guy. That's cool. Um, so yeah, that's on, that's on your crunchy rolls. Yeah. Watch it for free. Watch it for free. Yeah. It's a current, it's a current, it's a current show because the current season is on right now, which means you can just watch all of them for free. That's how crunchy roll works. If it's a current show, you can watch all of it for free. Yep. Got to sit through the same ad every time. Every time. Unless it's on your phone, in which case you get something about a granola bar (laughs) and something about some awful PC leader. Caitlin, what's your beef about the crunchy roll ads? (laughs) Um, oh, uh, when I, it's with any ad really, when someone says HD or something really mundane, really sexily HD, you can watch a show in 1080 HD and then the rest of the ads normal. It's like, <laughs> um, what's going on? Subscribe to Crunchyroll premium to support the anime industry. Yeah. You get HD. no ads and watch your videos and beautiful 1080p HD. It's weird. Once you hear it, you'll be like, oh yeah, she's right. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll never be able to unhear it, as I am now not able to unhear it. No. Moo. It's my gift to you. <laughs> Thanks. You give me so much. Just yeah. add it to the list. Moving on to Caitlin's, to me, surprisingly topical pick. Yeah. I'm really excited about this. So. Did this just hit Netflix? Did this just hurt Netflix? <laughs> no, it did not hurt Netflix. Um, it has been there for a while because a couple oh, of people have asked me I never about noticed it. it. 
Um, a friend, we so my housemates and I, hence the housewarming because I moved in somewhere new. I don't know if I've talked about it on here yet. Oh, wait, I think I have. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Um, so the house, my housemates um, and your correspondent and I, um, as I said, watch this Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hadn't seen it. Uh it is called What We Do in the Shadows. It is a 2014 New Zealand mockumentary horror comedy film about a group of vampires who live together in Wellington that is written, directed, and um, starring Jermaine Clement from Flight of the Concords and Taika uh, Waititi, who I know he's done things. I just can't remember what. He's been around. But he did Thor. Oh, he did Thor. There we go. See, That's I why knew it's who... topical, Caitlin. <laughs> I said I knew he did things. I thought you meant it was topical because of Halloween. Most people will know his name now because the movie that lots of you are going to go see, Thor Ragnarok. Well, you know what? <laughs> directed by Taika Waititi. There we go. Usually I spend more time in this. It has been a very busy morning and I'm very tired. <laughs> so let's find out if this dude can direct a movie. Um, it premiered at the Sundance Film Festival in January 2014. It is kind of my specifically my type of movie um basically there are four vampires um viago vladislav deacon and uh peter um they share a flat um and uh peter has a problem he is the nosferatu looking vampire he has a problem where he doesn't he actually he doesn't kill people he makes them into vampires so um he accidentally makes a new vampire um who joins their their group and what's his name ned nick yes his name is nick <laughs> and nick is very much you know new to this world doesn't really understand all the rules loves telling people he's a vampire loves telling people he's a vampire draws way too much attention to themselves to to the group um the best thing about nick is his friend Stu. stew <laughs> Stu, uh, who is a human um who also sort of helps the the group of vampires connect to the outside world and he works get, in it and gets with get with uh technology that a lot they've sort of left to the wayside um and there are things like other like monsters quote unquote in this in this world um there are uh werewolves not swearwolves <laughs> again amazing and it's just my my kind of thing i love this movie i think i thought it was hilarious um jordan what did you think so if you brought this synopsis yeah to any creative writing class any undergrad creative writing class yeah and just said or film class or comedy improv group and just said like, it's a reality show about vampires and them living in the modern world. Yeah. Everyone would go, no. Why? Take that back. Cause it's just, it's really kind of trite and rote and like kind of simple. That said, this is far funnier than it has any business <laughs> being for just such a like quote unquote weak concept. Like, uh, well, like, I, guess, I guess it's a very simple comp- uh, con. Uh, concept for sure but they do enough things that like like having them be different ages including like the savage nosferatu style bat bat eared well that's what they do they take um so they take the nosferatu uh, uh, idea of a vampire and they take the vlad the impaler idea of a vampire specifically at one point he looks like the 1994 like dracula film which is yeah which is great uh they do the Anne rice you know uh 17 Dandyish. Uh, dandyish, dandyish. Um, they do like the new cool vampire. Um, and then they do a brand new vampire who keeps on saying, you know, Twilight and the guy from Twilight. 
No, you're not the guy from Twilight. The thing I kept coming back to is, so, it's directed by Taika Waititi and also stars Taika Waititi. Yes. He is in it as well. And I had only heard his name bandied about as a director at this point. He did another... Apparently, Caitlin had not. <laughs> he did another movie that I have heard of and his hair is very good. I cannot remember the name. And yes, he's doing Thor Ragnarok. But, like, Jermaine Clement gets the top billing yeah. on the marquee. He's not the funniest part of the movie. Oh, no. Taika Waititi is fucking hysterical in this. Oh, he's As Viago. Like, the kind of, like, he's kind of not crazy about being a vampire. Like, the moment I busted out, (laughs) number one, just the look on his face when he first, like, rises out of his coffin. Like, this is real low budget. It might have been shot on iPhones for all I know. Like, it's (laughs) like, there's not a lot going on on the technical side of things aside from some, like, you know the odd bit of levitation or uh you know some werewolf transformations late in the movie right but when he first just kind of like rises out <laughs> it's like he's so happy to see you like, yeah. hey. um and when they try <laughs> he's kind of bummed out that they have to you know so the, the thing about being a vampire is you do have to drink human blood yeah um so they like <laughs> deacon has a <laughs> As a familiar, is that what they call? Yes. He basically just uses her as a slave. He like lied to her and said he'd make her a vampire, but yeah. she has no intention of doing it no. until Nick does it later in the movie, just yeah. for funsies. Yeah. Um. He basically uses her to like do his ironing. Yeah. And clean up and clean up all the blood everywhere. And find <laughs> find victims for them, which usually end up being people who like wronged her in high school or like <laughs> yeah. ex boyfriends or something. And it's the moment where he's fucking laying newspaper down. <laughs> on the floor before he goes to bite her and then he does and it's just arterial spray yeah everywhere and he's freaking the fuck out it's like when you shake your pop can when your pop can explodes and he's just like oh god oh god. And he's just trying to ah, 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 positioning his mouth over the arterial spray i'm like this is so dumb and so much funnier than dumb in a good way yes. like like dumb and i'm enjoying it this isn't like you know, Dracula dead and loving it. You know, that no. <laughs> terrible Leslie Nielsen movie from back in the day. No. This is smarter than that, but also smart in its dumbness, which I guess is basically what, you know, Flight of the Concords was. And yeah. I'm pretty sure he was. Or Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'm pretty sure he's rolled with those dudes for a while. Like, yes. I think he probably directed on Flight of the Concords as well. Um, I don't know for a fact. I'll correct it later if I need to. Um, but yeah, I just could not get over how, like, just like yes, you're the dude. Like you're, yeah, your money. I don't care. I know Jermaine Clement has been like the quote unquote bigger star coming out of Flight of the Concourse, but I was like, no, that's Taika Waititi is the dude. Like put him, dude. put him in everything. Um, and w- wishing you much success on Ragnarok, friend. It's, it sounds like you're doing all right, but yeah, he's just the, I've busted out a few times at this because it did enough smart things, um, putting them all as different vampiric types yes was smart having you know, not being able to get into nightclubs because they have to be invited in yeah and, <laughs> just talking and they're about, all weirdos so no one wants they, to they're all dressed them. like weird fops so yeah. it's like there's only one that's like owned by vampires so it's like cool and they can always get in and it's the lamest oh, nightclub in the world the it's just sad yeah. uh, deacon i was like meh yeah fine he was fine as a character He was basically just there to be a you know the dickish yeah stat uh, style character um <laughs> and the other subplot as well is Stu introducing them to technology <laughs> yes so i'm realize, doing my dark bidding <laughs> so they can use digital cameras to yeah. like see themselves finally because yeah. they don't have reflections uh, 
They're like trying or like trying to figure out how they look in their clothes. Like, yeah. does this look good? <laughs> like basically walking around with them on mannequins. Like, I think this would look good. Again, so dumb. You can tell this is just like rip, like riffs that they had yeah. that day. Like, mm-hmm. we should do this. Um, but it works somehow in this. Only critique is maybe even at like 90 minutes, it's still probably like 15 minutes too oh, long. Um, so good. My stew is my favorite part of the entire film. Stew is what? and how everyone loves stew. So it culminates with this. Um, what do they even call it? Like it's like a it's a ball. It's a convention, basically. It's like yeah. a big party for all the undead and well yeah. in Wellington because apparently there's a lot of <laughs> um, you know, vampires, the zombies, the uh, <laughs> the real cool chill zombie who's like trying to introduce his friends. Oh, and yeah. this is Janet, and this is and this is Bill. Like, Bill, less less shuffling. A shuffling. <laughs> um, and so I'm assuming Nick invites Stu to, yes. to this. So it turns into a whole kerfuff as as uh, Vlad's ex-girlfriend, the Beast. The Beast. <laughs> decides that. <laughs> I'm just remembering shit in passing now. <laughs> so yeah, his girlfriend's his ex-girlfriend's called the Beast for most of the movie. I'm sorry, was it the clip of the Beast with just like the penis on it? No, it wasn't oh. that. It was when they were explaining that this is why like he can't really glamour like he used to. Right. <laughs> he's trying to like find a victim and he's outside, but he has to be invited in. So he's trying to he's trying to like get their attention. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> it's just like not working at all. Um yeah, so some <laughs> Nick brings Stu to like the undead party. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. like so there's a human here? Cool. We're going to eat him. Yeah. Um, and how they finally get out of there and bump into the werewolves, like, as they're chaining themselves to trees. Yeah. So they don't, you know, run rampant after they transform. Uh, lead werewolf, played by Reese Darby, should be mentioned. Always, oh, so know, good. Also, of course he would be in this. Yeah. Um, I assume werewolves, not swearwolves, is probably because like, <laughs> it's what he says every time one of them swears because they don't want to, like, succumb to their anger. <laughs> See it in the end credits. It's like, I'm the alpha male. Yeah. So they all have to like listen to me. <laughs> it's like it's like one point he t- like tells a joke. Yeah. He's like, "Why are you laughing?" Oh, I-, I don't know. Mm. Turns to Stu. Why are you laughing? I was just laughing with the group. See, <laughs> that's see, that's good. <laughs> Pack mentality. It's good. Uh, dumb little throwaway jokes like that. I was I was more delighted by this than i expected oh good because listen you and comedy we know sometimes i can get a little um i think you mean you in comedy how dare you you have a problem how dare you You have a problem with I comedy love to laugh <laughs> apparently not not if they have a british laugh. accent he doesn't <laughs> they didn't have a british accent they had a new zealand well, new zealand go. accent so it was fine um but even still i remember i haven't seen all the flight of the concords like i've enjoyed their stand-up where they yeah. just perform songs or whatever but like and some of I've dabbled in some of Jermaine Clement's solo work and have not been enthralled with all of it. Right. Um, but yeah, this was just, that was my main takeaway. I was like, if you brought that idea anywhere, it would just get shot down. It's like, right. it's just like basic with like a vampire satire. Like that's just, it's like first year university comedy writing type of trope, but they, yet- they pull it off by tweaking it just enough. And yes, Taika Waititi is a comedic revelation. I just thought he was so just delightful. And (laughs) delightful is the word. He's so adorable as he's like freaking out. (laughs) And then when in the back room and it happens a second time, (laughs) just like, oh, oh, God. (laughs) 
he's like talking he's like talking about what happened he's just drenched in blood everything he's like so yeah. you know i i hit the carotid artery that was not you know it's a little messier than i wanted and he's got this like <laughs> his little subplot is um where was he from originally i don't even remember but he like no he's from Oh, he yeah, was getting to New Zealand for love. Wasn't it? Was he from Australia? And his like familiar like put the wrong, put the wrong po- postage, postage on his coffin. So it took him like two years to get there or something. And it wasn't quite that long. But by the time he got there, the person he was going after had already ha- like married. Got married, yes. And in their happy ending, <laughs> even though she's only like 90. Yeah. Um, they end up getting together at the yeah. end, which is adorable. It was adorable. And <laughs> again, dumb joke. But he, in the end credits, he's like... You know, I know some people might have a problem with the age difference, you know, because yeah. she's 90 and I'm 360. But, you know, if people call me a cradle robber. That's fine. I was like, lame, but cute. So fine. Um, uh, it made me giggle. It's when he Skypes his, <laughs> the dude who, like, who, who mailed him wrong. Yeah. He's trying to, like, assert himself that, like, hey, you fucked up. And this yeah. guy's, like, 90. And he's like... Master, you promised you would make me a vampire, and I'm so old now. I'm 90. And he's like, oh, you're breaking up. I, I don't. <laughs> Again, this is so. If you want to talk about like mockumentaries, you know, it's not like the office level of funny, but just like it just worked somehow. I don't yeah. know if it was just like the charisma of the actors or just not outstaying its welcome or what, but just, yeah. You, you did good on this one, kid. That was... yes. Well, thank you to Chris and Ryan who. We're like, we should watch this. I think it was mostly Carissa. So good job. Thank you. Good job, Carissa and Ryan. Well, someone's got to go hang with their mom. I got to go hang with my mom. And someone's got to go the fuck to sleep. Someone has to go to sleep and it's not me. Oh. Nappy times. <laughs> She's very disappointed. <laughs> she wishes the roles were reversed. I love sleep. My mom would totally just hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Kate's going to hang here and nap. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hang with Linda, uh, and no. we'll have a wonderful day. Uh, I'm already late. Uh, well, then we'll get the fuck out of here. As said at the top, so many ways you can get at us on Twitter, on Instagram at GeekdownPod. Email us GeekdownPod at gmail dot com or on the Facebook group, which is www.facebook.com forward slash GeekdownPod. We will be back with you next week, as we always are. Steady as the tides, as sure as a sunrise. Geekdown always going to be there for you. Is Pocahontas lyrics? <laughs> no, no, no. It's Mulan. Is it Mulan? Maybe. You don't know how it fucks with Disney like that. I have no idea. Oh, okay. All right. Anyway, if they, are, if they are Mulan lyrics, don't sue us. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Either way, we'll be back with you next week. My name is Jordan Ferguson. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. Theme songs by Rob Gasser. We hope you'll be back with us next week for another fantastic episode of the Key Down Podcast. See you next week. Finally, you can email us. And finally, you can email. Uh, what's wrong with me? And finally, you can email us. Email us at. <laughs> Try it again. <laughs>